Does Nigeria need COVID-19 vaccine mandates? We had a very energetic <laughs> debate about that here on Hard Facts uh, last week about the plan by Ondo and Edo states to require people to be vaccinated before entering um, some public uh, spaces. They want to do that to encourage people to get vaccinated in enough numbers to stop the outbreak. And um, it brings me to our big hard fact for today. According to our world in data, 1.92 million people in Nigeria have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. And of those 1.54 million people have received a second dose. So 1.9 million people in Nigeria have received at least one dose. And of those, 1.4, uh, 1.54 million have received a second dose. So as you can see, this is still a very long way from that um, target of 70% of the population that we need in order to get herd immunity. And vaccines are increasingly available. There's still a lot of hesitancy among some Nigerians about coming forward to get the jab. And so the plan for our conversation this evening is to get to the root of people's concerns about the vaccine and have the experts address them. My guest is the Director for Disease Control and and, uh, Immunization at the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, uh, NPHCDA. Dr. Bassi Obosen. Welcome back to Hard Facts. Thank you. Good evening. Good evening, Nigeria. <laughs> and Lagos. Nice of, yes, nice to have you on the show again. And Lagos, of course, you are our second guest on the show. Um, have you gotten vaccinated? Do you plan to get vaccinated? What are your concerns? What are the reasons why you don't want to get uh, vaccinated? What questions do you have about the vaccines and their administration here in Nigeria? Uh, we have the one of the Ogabatabatas of the uh, vaccination uh, uh, drives on the show with us today. So all the questions you have, please come and ask him and he'll do well to answer them. Dr. Obosem, first of all, talk to Lagos about phase two of the vaccine administration. Um, what should Nigerians know about how it's going? Who is eligible? Uh, what do they need to do to get vaccinated? Talk to us. Okay. Um... I will just start from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we plan to reach about 112 million Nigerians with the COVID-19 vaccines. For us to reach herd immunity as a country and be able to stop the transmission of the COVID-19 in our great country. And for us to be able to reach that, number, we are looking at doing it in four phases. This phasing is mainly due to the vaccines that we are expecting, the period we are expecting the vaccines. You know, it's not readily available like other commodities, other vaccines where you can just get somewhere and buy it. Based on the information that we have available that the vaccines will arrive, we divide them into the four phases over the period of two years. We successfully 
finished the first phase of Niger, uh, the phase one vaccination in Nigeria, and um, where we got the first um, AstraZeneca four million and twenty-four thousand doses that came into the country. As a country, we successfully finished that phase of the vaccination. I'll come back to that, and then we are now on the phase two. Recording um, in progress. One vaccination that I'm talking about. I won't just continue into the phase two without first of all thanking Nigerians and especially Lagosians because they are more on this call now. Most of the people we vaccinated came in from Lagos. We want to thank Nigerians who made it possible for us as a country during the phase one vaccination. In that phase, Nigeria is the only African country that vaccine did not expire on us. There were some predictions that 500,000 doses will expire, but not even one expired in Nigeria. We finished all the vaccines we had three weeks ahead of the expiry date. And I'm sure we also heard from the WHO globally, Nigeria was the best rated, the number four best performing globally. It wouldn't have happened without Nigerians that are listening to us to contribute. And most especially also, the support we had from the presidency, His Excellency the President himself, who made it happen by giving all the support that was needed to get the vaccine. The Home Minister of Health himself, Dr. Henry Red, the presidential tax force, then chaired by the uh, Secretary of Government of the Federation, and then our amiable executive director of the agency, Dr. Faisal Schwab, who was chairing the technical working group and steering committee, and all the staff and partners that made it happen. We successfully finished the phase one. And in that phase one, with the vaccine we received, we were able to reach about 2,534,205 Nigerians with the first dose. And then we reached about 1,404,706 persons with the second dose. Hmm. Now we are in phase two. Remember you said I should tell us where we are in the vaccination generally. Mm-hmm. Now we got more vaccines that came in. Um, we had the uh, Moderna that came in, uh, uh, four million and eighty doses. We had another batch of AstraZeneca that also came in. Um, NABDAC has done due diligence, and those vaccines have been certified once again. Mm. And we have started the second dose of the vaccination. Remember, I said the facing we are looking at four, mm-hmm. and each is based on the vaccine arrival. So this is the second phase of the vaccine arrival. Right. So we've started the second phase of vaccination. is currently ongoing in all the states in the federation. As of today, about one million and fifty-eight thousand Nigerians have so far been vaccinated with the Moderna vaccine first dose, mm. and then we also have for those who were due for their second dose AstraZeneca, about two hundred thousand have so far received the second dose in addition to the 1.404 million that received their second dose during the first phase. So the exercise is on. The Moderna vaccine is there out there. The AstraZeneca is out there. We also have received Johnson & Johnson um, from the African Union. And that is the one that the federal government also bought so that we'll have enough to be able to give to Nigerians. I want to reassure Nigerians that these vaccines are all available here in Nigeria, available in all our states, and available for all of us to go to the facility near to us and receive this vaccine. And just to reassure everybody, 
the vaccines we have in this country that we're currently using are very safe and effective. That is where we are on phase two vaccination. It is ongoing in all the states and we expect all Nigerians will go out and get vaccinated so that we are we stay safe as a nation and return back to normalcy. Mm. Now, um, who who and who is eligible for this one? All Nigerians, right? Now, yeah, for the first one, remember the little quantity came in, the priority was first for the health workers mm-hmm. and then the, the priority groups that are engaged frequently with the public where we now open it up to other high-risk persons mm-hmm. and the elderly. For this phase now, Every adult in Nigeria, 18 years and above, is eligible for vaccination. Hmm. If you are 18 years and above, please, you are eligible for the vaccination. Now, for this phase, we are not just giving the vaccines alone. We are also doing the family approach. Where we said, if you're going to the facility, don't go alone. Go with your friend, go with your spouse, go with your child that is due for routine immunization vaccine. When you get to the facility, there are two additional staff assigned to each team to do screening for other conditions and you'll be given an integrated service. Adults 40 years and above will be routinely screened for hypertension. You know, there are some people that are hypertensive, they don't know. So routinely the opportunity of coming to the facility you are being screened for hypertension and for those that have history that could suggest things like diabetes they are now referred for investigation and then the couple that will come with their children that are due for routine vaccination are also screened and if that child is yet to be fully vaccinated the child will also be given so the phase two is open to everyone 18 years and above and we provide integrated services at the site. What do they need to do to get vaccinated? There are two things. One, believe in what the president, the minister, the executive director, Dr. Fessa, the SGF, who is the chair of the presidential steering committee, is telling us that the vaccines are safe and effective and can keep us Alive. Once we do that, that only so will push us out if we are yet to be vaccinated to go to the clinic for vaccination. Once we take that decision, which is very necessary, is very important, the next thing is for us to go online, register, or if you cannot do that on your own, take yourself to the nearest health facility to you. We have two recorders in each team that will also help you to register and once you are registered you are vaccinated you are home and dry and for ministries mdas organized private sector where you want your workforce to remain and do the work and then they are yet to be vaccinated now they can also visit the agency website www.mphda.gov.nigeria There is a provision there for registration of MDAs, ministries and the private um, organized private sector. Hmm. Once you register, you give the information on the locations of your staff. Hmm. We call the states that are responsible and then 
arrange for them to come to your ministry mm. or office and vaccinate the persons. All this can happen within 48 hours. So we have provisions for self-registration and then we have provisions for corporate registration. Hmm. That is where we are for now. Impressive. Okay. Lagos, I'm sure you have questions. My phone lines are already going crazy. But before we take your calls, I want to talk to uh, Dr. Boseng about um, supply and demand. So you mentioned earlier that uh, we vaccinated less than 2 million Nigerians. Um, there's a supply side to that problem with not enough vaccines available yet. And there's also a demand side with not enough people coming forward to take the vaccines that are available. Now, you've said to them, well, believe the president and the SGF and the ministers who have all told you that the vaccines are safe. But um, Nigerians often talk to me on this show, at least when I tell them to go and get vaccinated, that there's a trust deficit. They cannot trust the government uh, because of years and years of um, of um, incidents that have occurred. One word the other so let's not get into all of the, the long list is there a way that um that particular factor can be addressed the trust deficiency is there a way that that can be addressed so that more people could be encouraged to go and get vaccinated okay there are so many ways that can be addressed but i would like to just say something related to our discussion now I am happy we are not starting from ground zero. We are not doing the phase one. Hmm. We are now doing phase two. Hmm. And there's a popular saying that experience is the best teacher. Hmm. We are finished phase one. In that phase one, we reach out to, like I mentioned earlier, 2.534 million Nigerians. Mm-hmm. That is one said with the first dose mm-hmm. and 1.401 came back for a second dose. For this phase now, we have reached out already to the Moderna about 1.058 million Nigerians. If you add 2.534 and add 1.058, you're already hitting 4 million plus that have received, not even the 2 million you measure with the first doses of the vaccine. Right. First dose that we, re- we received we are seeing results. And that result is enough for people to have confidence that what we are saying is true. I'll give you an example. Hmm. There's a very big hospital. I won't mention where it is, but I speak in honor. This hospital, the MD was one of those that said, during the phase one, I don't want to take vaccine. I personally spoke to the person about four times. He said he would not take the vaccine. Three weeks ago, he was the one that called. I said, please, when is this vaccine coming again? I said, what happened? <laughs> the I was called. He said, I took statistics of my staff that took the vaccine. 60% of them took, 40% did not take. As we are talking with the Delta variant, the 60% of them that took the vaccine all of them are well, healthy, and doing their work. The 40% that did not take the vaccine, about 80% of them are at different stages of the infection. Some have just um, been down with it and recovered. Some are actively having it. I have not personally been to the hospital for one week. I need the vaccine now. <laughs> I said, you need the vaccine now? He said, yes. Why? He said, because I have seen those who took the vaccine, 
nothing is happening to them. So, <laughs> so it's like I the blood of the lamb on the doors yeah, <laughs> yes. during the plague. So, pass over me. Pass over me. Mm. He saw it. He saw that his staff who took the vaccine are, were, are all healthy and doing their work. And those who did not take were the those that um, came down with it. Mm. And you look at the bigger picture also. In UK, mm-hmm. when they started the vaccination, four months after, mm. they did a research. What the research showed was that the hospitalization rate automatically reduced by 94%. In US, they did a study in four and a half months with the vaccine that we are taking in Nigeria now. After that period, and that test, uh, the trial was on 32,000 499 persons. Usually you need 10 to 15,000 to do the trial. Hmm. But they used 2,499 persons. Hmm. After the four and a half months, at one stage or the other, about 141 of them at one point or the other tested positive for the virus. But none of them was ever hospitalized. And none of the 32,499 died. Hmm. That's when they themselves started using the vaccine publicly. Hmm. What to reassure Nigerians, there are enough evidences that the vaccines that we are taking are very safe. They keep us safe. Even for any reason we are infected with the virus, it just comes very transient. The effect is all over and you are back to life. You can liken this to the picture of what we see in children that we give measles vaccine. Hmm. You know, if you immunize 100 children with vaccinate 100 children with the measles vaccine, hmm. all this shows that 85 of them, of these 100, will develop lifetime immunity. They will never come down with it. Now, the remaining 15% might come down with it, but what will happen is the degree of the measles infection in them will be very mild. Hmm. If you give them a second dose, 10 more will develop lifetime immunity. In other words, about 95 of the 100 will develop full-time immunity. And then the other 5% remaining, if they are exposed to the virus, measles virus, will just come down with very mild sickness compared to a child that never received the vaccine. Mm. That's the picture we are seeing also with the uh, COVID-19 virus. Those who take the vaccine, they stay safe, they stay protected, even for any reason. They are among the few percentage that will be exposed and they come down with the disease. The disease will become very mild. The only reason to go to the hospital and they stay safe. Some, people, to some, 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 some people argue that um, if they get the disease anyway, they may be one of those who, for whom it is mild. So why should they take the vaccine? Now... Research have shown very clearly that it is better, easier, right, to take just a jab. Experience the slight pain of the injection, like some people say, oh, I first slight pain at injection, than to be exposed to receiving oxygen. You know, they said, if you say education is expensive, try ignorance. <laughs> if you think the one jab is easy, wait for when there will be oxygen. I have a family friend in US. I wonder if he was in Nigeria, what would have happened? Since February, post-COVID has been on hospitalization. Mm. 
I don't want to go into the details. It's easier to take the vaccine. We also have an edit in Nigeria that we are very familiar with. The prevention is better than cure. I'll give you the last illustration. If I want to come to Lagos now from Abuja, I can decide to take somebody triggering the election from Lagos to Abuja. Remember, mm-hmm. I can decide to say I want to come with power bike. I can decide to say I want to come with night bus. Mm-hmm. I might decide to say I want to come with flight. Which one would be easier? The flight. The flight. Mm-hmm. But somebody decided to trek. <laughs> we will get to the destination mm-hmm. easier, better, with the easiest means. Mm. For me to come to the from Abuja now, it will be much easier, time-saving. I just go by flight, reach there, do what I want to do, than to say, I want to start coming with a motorcycle. What do I want to prove? Lagos. It's easier to take vaccine mm-hmm. and stay safe easily than wanting to experience the infection to develop an immunity. Not everyone that goes through it is alive now to tell the story is very sad is unfortunate as of today we have lost about 2,561 Nigerians to COVID those that are officially documented these people you don't know what they would have been to this great nation sadly we've lost them and people Nigerians should not keep on dying on something that we can prevent there will be other things that will kill but this one is a solution to it. It's easier. We take the easier way, go by flight than wanting to trade or go by bike to from Lagos to Abuja. <laughs> I think that's just what I would say here. If you just tuned in, Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Doctor, you should see my phone lines. It's 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 going insane. Uh, but we'll take a break. <laughs> we'll take a break. When we come back, as soon as we come back from this break, I will hand you over to Dr. Basi Opmoseng, who is the Director for Disease Control and Immunization at the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency. NPHCDA. Dr. Basio Boseng is talking to us about uh, COVID-19 vaccines, about the second phase of vaccination, and about why it's important for you to get vaccinated. I'm Sandra Ezekwasile. This is Nigeria Info 99.3. You are listening to your number one station for talk. Your number one station for talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. It's 29 minutes past five o'clock. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. Let's come straight to the phone lines and have you have a conversation with the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency today. We have on the show Director for Disease Control and Immunization, uh, Dr. Basi Obosing. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call us back if you can. 0700-993-993-993. That's our number for men. For women, 01465-7190. So if you have questions, please go ahead and ask today. 01465-7190 for our female callers. For our male callers, 0700-993-993-993. If you're just tuning in for the first time today and you're wondering, why do you have a number for 
men and women. Well, Nigeria Info has more male listeners than female listeners. So imagine that there are seven people trying to call in and five of them are men, two of them are women. If they're all calling one number, you're more likely going to hear from Recording a man stopped. than you are going to hear from a woman. But if you have one number for men and one number for women, you make sure that you even the odds of hearing from uh, both sides. Cynthia is on the line. Hello, Cynthia. Thank you very much for calling. Hello. Cynthia, you're talking to Sandra now. Hi, go ahead. Okay, uh, well done, Mrs. Sandra. Good evening, go ahead. Yes, I want to ask if a pregnant woman can take a vaccine or a person living with HIV positive can take vaccine. Okay. All right. Thank you for asking, Cynthia. Keep listening. Doctor, she wants to know if a, a pregnant woman can take the vaccine, uh, also a person living with HIV. Yeah. A pregnant woman, lactating mother, giving, uh, feeding, breastfeeding the child mm. is not a contraindication. Those conditions are not contraindication for the woman not to take the vaccine. Okay. But there is any feeling that she has, mm-hmm. we advise she meet her doctor who will counsel her properly. Okay. I mean, if you are happy, you feel good, and you know that you have nothing to worry about as a pregnant woman mm-hmm. or you are breastfeeding, is not a contraindication. Okay. Um, the studies that are ongoing so far, none have shown that it's a reason that they should not be given. Okay. Uh, because if you picture it from the other way around, mm-hmm. if the woman is pregnant and is not protected and come down with the COVID, God forbid this woman dies. That baby, as you say, will not be alive. Mm. So it's good for the woman to stay safe. It's not a contraindication. At all. Okay. Likewise, immunocompromised persons, what kills most of the immunocompromised persons, like the HIV, she's talking about, mm. and other immune suppressive conditions, mm-hmm. is when they are exposed to an infection, mm. because they cannot fight like normal person will fight. Mm-hmm they can easily die. Hmm. So an immunocompromised person is good for him or her to also take the vaccine so that he is further protected against the virus that would have come, hit him or her down, and then expose him or her to early death. So HIV AIDS is not a contraindication if the person is still very stable. Okay. So, 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 so if you have HIV, take the vaccine. If you're pregnant, take the vaccine. But talk to your doctor if you're pregnant okay. uh, to make doctor. sure that yeah. um, everything checks out. We've got Alara Waju on the line. Hello. Oh, hello. Thanks for calling. Go ahead. Yeah, good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Um, I would like to make a suggestion that if this thing this vaccine, if um, the leaders, as in the church and the, well, the Muslim leaders and the Christian leaders, mm. if they can make it in a way, they can make it the reality to the society, to mm. the members of their church, mm-hmm. when they are preaching, mm. but that would be constant. Because many people, I would like, even in marriage, mm. even some wife believe in, in their pastors and their imams and their imams and mm. their husbands mm. they believe in whatever they say mm-hmm. so like for example all these all these major leaders that we know very well mm. I don't want to mention names mm-hmm. that we know mm-hmm. if we hear something like that from them mm-hmm. when they're having their programs their uh, major programs mm. if you are hearing this thing from them mm. many people will believe 
Okay. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, and what we have had, unfortunately, Dr. Boseng, is the opposite of that. We've had lots of respected religious leaders um, railing against the vaccines, advising their congregants to not take the vaccines. And these are people who are trusted voices. These are opinion leaders. These are perception shapers. Um, is there some plan to get these people on board so that um, their messaging can change about the vaccines? Because that's what that call was talking about how do we he was he was suggesting that we should get these religious leaders the imams the the pastors the priests to talk about these vaccines um, and encourage people to take them he is very right our executive director dr faisa who is the chairman of the technical working group and the strategy team hmm. that meet every day um, it's one of the tasks our risk communication team has to deliver, and they have been doing a lot of that. Mm. Just last week, there was a repeat engagement with the Interreligious Faith Council of Nigeria, okay. and there's been a lot of consultations on this. Last week also, I'm just talking very recent ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw the chief executive with the Honorable Minister of Health, they were at IFE, with the only of IFE to mm. inaugurate the traditional leaders council and knowing how important also they are. And just yesterday, the Northern traditional leaders also headed by the Sultan of Sokoto. Mm-hmm. So we cannot underestimate the role of our traditional and religious leaders. Mm-hmm. They are very, very important. Mm-hmm. We have seen some of them coming out positively now and saying very strong things okay. right about vaccine and saying, Please, we will not deceive you. Go and take your vaccines. And we have seen so many of them recently also coming out and taking the vaccines themselves and telling their members in their church that, yes, I have received my vaccine. Please go and receive your vaccine. Hmm. Now, just to talk to Nigerians, my brothers, my fathers, my mothers, colleagues and friends that are listening to us, some of these same leaders who are saying don't take the vaccine, they take other drugs. They send their children to take vaccination when their children are young. They take other medication and all sorts of things. Why is it that they take those things, they take other drugs, then when it comes to the COVID-19, they say don't take? Because drugs are drugs. Two, God gave man, woman, wisdom to invent drugs. And most of the drugs we are seeing are from um, herbs. The vaccine we are talking about now in question, for instance, the AstraZeneca we first introduced in Nigeria, is a deactivated form of the virus that has now been weakened not to be virulent when it's now given as a vaccine. It now helps us to develop immunity that if we are now faced with the real virus, we are protected against it. So please, even when your pastor or your imam is telling you I like Nigeria because we have so many slangs that we use to charge ourselves. If they shine your eyes. <laughs> Are you watching Big Brother? Shine your eyes. <laughs> I'm not watching Big Brother. I'm talking the one that we used to hear. They shine your eyes when you hear something. Sharpen hmm. your ears. Hmm. The vaccines are safe. We can assure you these vaccines are safe. We will continue to engage our traditional religious leaders, as I've been mentioned, we've been doing that, we'll continue to do that. But please, Nigerians, let's be wise. 
Okay. Let's know that these vaccines are good for us. We've got Jake uh, on WhatsApp who says, I contracted COVID in May 2020 and I recovered. I know that my body has developed antibodies for COVID already. So why do I need to take the vaccine? Now, we advise even when you have been exposed to the virus already and you came down with it, is a variant of the virus that you were exposed to. There are so many variants. Nigeria is in the third wave now, the Delta variant. There are other variants that might come out. Usually in epidemics, you have three to five cycles. We don't know how long this cycle will be. There are some countries already in the food wave. Each of the wave comes with a different variant. The vaccines that are given, that are being developed and given, are vaccines that are equally important in protecting against one strain. So even if you came down with it before you are vaccinated, is improving the opportunity against other variants hmm. that even if you are exposed, you have a stronger immunity because your body is being stimulated to produce more than what you receive when you got the infection. That is the advice. And usually we advise if somebody um, comes down with the virus and was never vaccinated, mm. it should give two weeks post-recovery to go and to get go vaccinated. Okay. Yes. We've got Steve from Ikorodu who says... Um, <laughs> Um, Steve, yes, there are vaccination centers in Ikorodu. Just go to the uh, nearest primary health center uh, close to you in Ikorodu. And no, it will not reduce your power in the other room. In fact, research has even shown that getting COVID is what reduces your power in the other room. Uh, we've got... Felix... Felix Ola says, can hypertensive patients take COVID-19 jab? Yeah, you, you know, like, remember when I was introducing, I said we are doing um, uh, integrated services for family approach for this second phase. Mm. And I said routinely, those who are 40 years and above, before you are vaccinated, your blood pressure is taken to be sure you are not hypertensive. Mm. At the point of vaccination, the vaccinators, the people who are screening in that team will take their BP. If your BP is raised, they will advise you to go see your doctor, take your vaccine, the BP come down, and then you receive the vaccine. Mm. So you'll be checked. When you get to the facility, tell the health workers to check your BP and be sure, right, that your BP is down. Mm. I know commonly if somebody is already hypertensive, the blood pressure is high up there, mm -hmm. and is coming to take the jab, is already afraid mm. because of what he or she has been hearing. Mm -hmm. uh, it because of fear mm -hmm. and already raised blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So it's good at the point of vaccination, let them take your BP and be sure your BP is normal and then you continue. The high blood pressure that is controlled is not a contraindication to taking vaccine. Okay. We've got uh, Anonymous from Jakande Estate who says, I want to take the vaccine, but I have a congenital phobia for the syringe. Aww. Uh Please, is there no other way that the vaccine can be administered without the needle? Oh, I don't know. Is there, doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel Anonymous I'll give, is pain. I'll give, I'll give that... Uh, I will just... This, this happened just yesterday. Okay. 
very popular comedian. There was an event we had in Abuja yesterday. Okay. Very popular comedian. Mm. One of the event planner just came across to me and said, you see this uh, comedian in this event today? Mm. He has refused vaccine for a very long time. And we have been talking to him. He said he's afraid of the needle. Yeah. Now, please, can you help us talk to him? Because if he takes the vaccine, many of his friends who are looking up to him will also take the vaccine. Yeah. I just said, okay, give me a few minutes. I called him one side. <laughs> I started talking to him. And one of the last questions I asked him, I said, the slight pain of the injection, and God forbid, you coming down with COVID and they put you oxygen for days on your sick bed, which one is easier? He just lifted his face and looked at me. He said, the, the injection one is easier. <laughs> I said, what are you waiting for? <laughs> what are you waiting for? It's easier to take that one needle prick. What so if what if we give what if, what if we give them something to make them sleep? Then when they're sleeping, we inject them so that way they don't know that you're injecting them. No, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Doctor, there are people that are afraid though. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm afraid yes. of needle too, but I, I took my own. <laughs> I put it this way: where the cost, hmm. where the cost, hmm. that one prick. And God forbid the person coming down with COVID and is hospitalized, which one is easier? Okay, let's go to I the want phone to line. That our anonymous caller, please, <laughs> I beg of you, go out and take your vaccine. And the comedian I talked about yesterday, immediately I asked him that question. Mm-hmm. He raised that and said, I think this one is easier. I said, So what are you waiting? I said, I want, my, I want to take my vaccine now. He took his vaccination yesterday. Okay. And he said immediately that he's going to post it on his, on their platform, that he's going to convince his friend that he was even thinking the thing is very painful. And here it is, it's not painful. So please take away that fear and go for the vaccination. It is easier okay. than waiting to experience Oxygen. it. Oxygen, okay. 99.3, hello. 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 What's hello? your name? Hello. Yes. Good evening. How do you do, Sandra? Good evening. I'm very well. What's your name? My name is Shadi. Yes, Shadi, good to have you here. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I, ha- um, I just wanted to know if the doctor could let us know when the Johnson & Johnson one will be available for the public. And also, if a person can pick, like when they get to the nas- uh, to the clinic, can they say, I, prefer- I want this over the other one? Mm, okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, now we have options now. Okay. Yes. Well, can they can they do that, Dr. Bosem? Okay, I will... Answer Shadi very well. <laughs> truthfully. truthfully. Uh-huh. I'll answer very truthfully. Uh-huh. For now, in country, we have the AstraZeneca, we have the Moderna, mm-hmm. and then we have the Johnson & Johnson that just came in. Mm. Now, each of these vaccines has expiry dates, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And when you have a drug, it's always good to finish the drug ahead of the expiry date. Mm-hmm. When you look at the AstraZeneca and the rest, the AstraZeneca and the Moderna have a shorter lifespan than the Johnson & Johnson, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, it is good now that we got this Johnson & Johnson and the AstraZeneca, the AstraZeneca is expiring, a few of them ending of September, some in October. And they are equally very, very effective. I can assure Shade they are very, very effective. 
we are going in because we should be first in, first out for those first. The Johnson and Johnson for now is reserved to very special, challenging needs. For instance, in areas that are security compromised, where you just need a window with the military to go give first dose and leave them there. I know with time, in the nearest, in the future, we will now open up because that is the vaccine we will get more in Nigeria, but that might not, is not going to be that early. Mm. And I want to reassure you, please, let's not take that risk and wait until when Johnson & Johnson is out. Mm. When these other vaccines that are here are very, very effective. I suspect that is because Johnson & Johnson is one dose, you know. One dose. So for those that are afraid of ejection, you just eat once and it's over. But the other ones are no, two doses. You have to go through I'll, that I'll twice. Cry with Shade. <laughs> I'll cry a joke with her. Yeah. Just go and buy a, a, a cup of ice cream and keep once you take the... <laughs> <laughs> Let me take another call. 99.3. Hello. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good. My name is Felix. Welcome, Felix. Yes. Please, can somebody with body pain, that is as a result of a sleeping order or sleeping position, hmm. take the vaccine? Okay. Okay, thank you very much, Felix, for calling. I'll take I'll take three more calls and then we'll just answer all the questions at once because we're out of time. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello, welcome to Hard Facts. Yeah, my name is Desmond. Desmond, turn your radio off. Go ahead, very quickly. Okay, I just want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the doctor. There's a something somebody said that the mom, the pastor, the guy mm. talked to their people to take the vaccine, mm. and he say it's true. Why the doctor did not talk to the people that in power? That time they bring palliative to talk to us. Number one, number two, number two is there is scenario that. They say if you take the, I don't know how I call them. They are different, different one. Mm. If you take that one, mm-hmm. you are still going to take the other one, the one you take before, as a second dose. Why are they not bringing the one, the first one, so that the people will complete their second dose with the one they started with? Okay. Um, well, they've the brought they've brought both. So if you took AstraZeneca first, um, mm-hmm. so f- so so for personally, I took AstraZeneca first, and then yes. I took my second one. There are people that took that time, but they couldn't take the second one. Second one mm-hmm. has come now, so they can now go and take that same one the second time. What the advice mm-hmm. is that if you take AstraZeneca, you cannot take Moderna. Then for your first question, I'll let Dr. Bassi answer that. But that's after we talk to Atunda. I hope I'm I'm pronouncing that correctly. How do you pronounce your name? Atunda Oloko. Okay. Good to have you on the show. Go ahead. Yes, please. Ah, the other time I went to Palomo, I think there is a a unit there. Mm I was I was directed even I didn't even get um, to the to the point. Mm. I was directed by an officer. Uh, she would just read something on the wall. Uh, she would go to WWU and she just walked me out. Uh, how how free is this thing we are talking about? Should be free. I can just walk in and just take it and go out. Or is it because you just want to take doubters of those that are taking it? 
Hmm. This thing has been causing issues for me and my boss because I'm using a small phone. I don't, I don't have a big phone uh, as of now. Hmm. I just walked in and someone was point, pointing uh, a paper to me, www. And he walked me out again that if I can copy that, if then can't. I'm not welcome. So, so they, they, they're telling you to go and register online first before you, you register come. Register online first oh. with my small phone. How do I do that? Well, I'm sure you if have you friends. I, I'm sure you have friends that, that have. I'm sure you have friends that have big phones. It is as compulsory as it sounds. Mm-hmm. I think it should be. Free. Okay, here's what we're going to do. It's actually free. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, if you can reach out to me on Facebook, uh, I will help you and register online. Is that okay? You, you help me. You I'll help you, yes. If you can reach out to me, Sandra, so Sandra me, S. Zipasili on Facebook, everybody. I will help you because you're the one that called and asked for help. <laughs> All right. Thank you. So find me on Facebook, Sandra Ezekwesili. I will help you. You know, if they're insisting, oh, go and do it yourself. It's very easy to do. If you just have a, a phone that has internet, that's all. You go and go to the website and register. Now let's come to Dr. Bassi. Dr. Bassi, we've got two minutes, so I hope you can answer the questions in two minutes or less. Uh, but um, the first question was about body pain. If you have body pain due to sleeping disorder, can you take the vaccine? Second person was saying, well, why didn't you tell the government to give us palliatives? Why is it now that uh, you're telling us to take vaccines? So over to you, Doc. (laughs) Now, um, just to mention that for body pains, if it's that severe, it would be good the person even go and test and be sure it's not already COVID positive. Hmm. Because there's a reason that the person is having that pains. So you need, I will advise is good. You consult your doctor, be sure that there is no problem. And then aside that, the ordinary normal weakness of body pain that you know is you are not being challenged in any way will not stop you from taking the vaccine. And for the pastor that said, why is it that during palliatives, the pastors, the imams were not consulted and so on? Hmm. I want to just say, Please, it's very, very important. We look at the two scenarios are very different. No pastor, no imam will tell his followers, don't collect food and eat. They will encourage you to find food for yourself and your family. Mm. But what we are seeing here, and the scenario here is that some of these pastors, some of these imams really re-echo these things to their members and say, this vaccine is not good, don't take it. So that is what we are trying to speak against, uh, um, a, a work with them to say, please don't do this. Give opportunity to members, let them know that these vaccines are important. And so if that one did not go down well with some of our religious leaders, on behalf of the government, we want to say, sorry, I think important things and palliatives will also take them along for consultation that this will happen. So please, my brother, we will note this. And for the person that is having difficulty in registering, Mm. I just want us to realize that in other states, we have the self-registration and then the on-site registration where you are helped at the site. That's right. It's just the decision of the legal state government that they don't want to see overcrowding at the facility. That's right. That people should do self-registration. We are still in dialogue with the state government so that they can relax that and give opportunity to people who can do that themselves and want to do self-registration so that they are not missed out 
of the opportunity. Dr. And so I want to be like your father to give a help. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sandra, for giving a helping hand to, yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we have. We do hope we can bring you back because people still have questions. My phone lines are blinking nonstop. So please, when we invite you to come back, please come back and answer the questions of Lagos. Yes? We will try our best. It's a yes. <laughs> okay. The vaccines are safe and effective. Please go out and take your job if you are yet to do that. Thank you for your time, sir. And thank you, Lagos, for being a part of this show.